the Fan Freaks podcast number 30. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, music, comics, and games. Joining me today is the ever so leisurely Vinny. How you doing today, man? Wow, the big 3-0. The big 3-0. I know, it's pretty crazy. I was like looking at the notes and I'm like, holy shit, what episode number are we on? 30. 30. That's almost how old I'm going to be. Uh... I could just remember yesterday we were in 29. I know. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Like you look, you think about some games that came out like around like the 2010s and you're like, oh, that was only like three or four years ago. It's like, no, that's yeah. a full decade. Oh my uh... God. I don't think about it too. <laughs> so all the, the young p- person listening to the audience right now is probably like, uh, well, this doesn't apply to me. But you know what? <laughs> Things are changing. That's so fine. much is happening. We welcome the future here on the fan freaks podcast speaking of uh welcoming the future what have you been playing oh you're gonna start oh oh you counter you countering bitch you i was like gonna that fucking, i was gonna fucking make you go first because i thought it'd be the natural like hey Vinny, how are you doing welcome to the podcast tell me what have you been playing but then i got into this old boomer tirade and now i'm all sorts of confused anyway so <laughs> Uh, recently I've been playing a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, um, I was playing Animal Crossing New Leaf. Is that the game on a 3DS? Uh, yeah, yeah, because, um, it is, and and you'll notice it's a portable game, and and it's a portable game because I didn't have access to my computer. I spent the past two days repairing- You still have your 3DS? Why wouldn't I? I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I, I don't remember what happened to my 3DS. What? It's still good. There's a lot of good games on the 3DS. It is a lot of great games, but I just, I never had a desire to play it again. Okay. Well, I have a lot of desires to play it. There's fucking Final Fantasy Tactics. There's fucking, uh, well, the Animal Crossing game. There's... Are you playing New Leaf just to prepare for uh, Horizons? No, no. I really, I only did it because I didn't have access to my computer and I was trying to fix it for like two days. So while I was here, I was playing it on my 3DS. Okay. So I was just playing it there. Um, it's crazy. I'm trying to think. Oh, Fire Emblem is also another one. That was like, what was the other game Awakening I played? Awakening was the best one. Well, I have both. And in Conquest, did I ever tell you this? In Conquest, I took um, a friend of ours. I took her 3DS and her copy of the game, and I made her restart a save over and over again. So I made an entire team of custom units. <laughs> and they're all you guys. Yeah, no, I remember this. Yeah, yeah so you showed me. I'm not. I don't know if I that's weird. The, is, is that the, like the weird? one with the uh, birthright? Right. Well, no, because you eventually. I made you the the. God, I wish I could remember. Like, it's not a sharpshooter because that's the the sniper with the bow. Yeah. It's the ballista. You were in the fucking ballista with the whole huge ass crossbow. Yeah. In any case, this is totally a huge tangent. These games are fun, and the 3DS is still worth it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, but anyway, I was playing New Leaf. Um, I might get Animal Crossing, by the way. that That's what that was just all going to lead up to. Like, I, I, I haven't touched New Leaf in a very long time, but the game is kind of designed around dropping in and out. Yeah. And even though I hadn't played it after a while, they did shame me, by the way. Every fucking villager was like, wow, you haven't been here in two years. Uh, like literally the exact amount of time. <laughs> Sometimes they would be really specific because it was like part of their AI to be like, oh, you were gone for X amount of months or, whatever, or well, 24 months. I should probably know that math is easy. Um, but it's like, OK, why? Why you guys have to keep stressing? Why do you guys? Why can't you just you leave me alone? Collected them. And then, and then, not only that, because I had been gone for so long, there was weeds all over my town. 
So gross. But there was a person there that was like, hey, let's make it into a mini game. If you talk to me and say yes, you're locked into picking every single weed. (laughs) You're not really locked. I bet he could stop. And it was like, fuck. All right. I guess they're making it into a game now. But fuck. (laughs) Anyway, Animal Crossing. uh, I played a little bit of Gmod. Do you know you know about Gmod? I know Gmod, right? but wow, I've I haven't played Gmod in so long. Yeah, we had a stream uh over on Bone King TV, twitch.tv, uh that it was basically Chroma Pixel and Barbarous uh Barbarous dead? No, he's changed his name. His name is Brawling Barb. Now we play Gmod. And what Gmod is, is essentially um I think it's like the source code of Half-Life. It is. It's, it's like the, the Half-Life source code engine. of the Half-Life engine, which is mm. it also ran, you know, Left 4 Dead, uh, mm. Uh, portal basically oh, a lot of different things valve games. team fortress 2 valve games yeah a whole bunch of valve games when they used to release games yeah uh, in and any well, case no they have a new game coming out a what? vr game half-life atrix you mean alex whatever you know that's alex right like yeah from the from half-life 2 mm-hmm I don't I, know. I like the Half-Life games. Yeah, I do too, but I feel like, I don't know. It's a VR game, and you know what? Resident Evil 7 showed me that VR games can still be good, so what do I fucking know? I mean, I've watched gameplay of them. That's in it. any case, what people do in Gmod, because yeah. some people may not even know. It's been so long that I don't think anyone really talks about it anymore. But Gmod is essentially like this, um, you, people make maps on the workshop. And you can pretty much import anything into this game, player models from anywhere. And so um, we were going through some other game modes. And one of the game modes is murderer or murder, <laughs> murder. Yeah. So I think it's just called murder, murderer. Yeah. Mermaider. Mermaider. But uh, in any case, uh, basically what it is, and this was, I'm going to stay on this one because this one was a lot of fun. This is like the major focus. We played a couple of scary horror maps, but there was a bunch of pop-ups. That's what 95% of those are. But in any case, um, in this one, what it is, is when you spawn in, like it was three of us, right? One person is uh, the killer Uh with a knife. The other person is an innocent bystander. And the other, other person is an innocent bystander with a gun. (laughs) <laughs> nobody reveals what they have in the beginning you have to actively switch weapons for the other thing to come out right yeah. so when you start out everyone kind of looks the same they have no weapons or anything they switch out colors and code names so it's always kind of random as to who is who <laughs> so it's like who is delta who is coffee who is uh barbados yeah who it's it's randomized shit and it's all a game of the murderer having to kill everyone, I think, before a time limit. Okay. So the murderer has to make a move. Holy shit. That simple game mechanic is so much fun. <laughs> okay, Gmod is like fucking $6 sometimes on some Steam yeah. sales. Please get it. It comes it- with the fucking game. It's free, and it's hysterical. <laughs> not only that but we played in the default map yeah but you could actually import other maps from other games and shit and play in those like it, it, there's so much customization in gmod it, it's hysterical so murder was a blast Alrighty, so my movies uh, was pretty much just one movie i saw parasite don't spoil too much because I still want to see it. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm probably not even going to say anything. But on the last podcast, I talked about how um, Boone... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I said I was going to bring his name, and I totally forgot to... Oh, Adrian's going to hate me. Oh, no. I know it's Boone. It's Boone. <laughs> Boone, Boone. 
No, Bong Joon-ho, um, the, uh, it's not Boon at all, it's Bong, I'm such a fucking dungus. Bong Joon-ho, he's the, uh, the winner with Parasite yeah. of the Oscars, the Os- it was the movie that won the Oscars, won the Oscar and, for and Best Picture, anyway. film, it's pretty revolutionary. I, I don't want to say a single thing, but I said on the last podcast that I was going to go ahead and watch his previous film, The Host, and I did, and it was a good movie. Okay. I liked The Host. It was kind of like a monster movie. Um, I didn't really go into too much detail because I didn't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to go into detail I've on this one either. I've seen Snowpiercer. His, I've seen... Oh, uh, I, I heard about that. Is it good? You like oh, it? Oh, I loved it. It was really good? I loved it. This guy's really talented. He, he is. I like a lot of his films so far. A lot of them, the two that I've seen. It's is, uh, based off of like a French comic book. Uh, well, really? Yeah. So he can do adaptations really well. Yeah. Ah. Snowpiercer is really... I recommend watching it. It might be good to keep him in mind then. See what other things we... It might be good to ad- adaptize. <laughs> <laughs> More movies for our lists. Absolutely. Um, first, and I just want to say it's probably my most favorite movie of the year so far. Nice. Um, Parasite. Holy shit. Like, it's so well written. Nice. I That's... I can't say anything else. I love I love I love foreign films like Japanese and South Korean films. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely yeah, and that's why I was so happy that it won at the Oscars because it was like the Oscars finally acknowledged you know foreign films as like a legitimate contender for Best Picture now. Yeah, and that's fucking awesome because I love foreign films. I okay, I talk about Old Boy all the fucking time. Old Boy's really good, and I mean the original, of course, because Adrian had to make me clarify. Because Spike Lee made his version. First of all, th- that doesn't exist in my universe. Yeah, I know. Neither does it to me. But I feel like I have to clarify now because of Adrian. <laughs> anyway. Why? Does he like the uh, Spike No, Lee? no. But he was, he was like, what? You don't mean the new one? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Who no. does? When anybody talks about old boy in a positive manner, when are they ever talking about the Spike Lee version? I know. I know. I, be- I thought that was common sense. Maybe when it was something to laugh at. In a positive matter, that's something. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so the last thing that I saw uh, was just something on TV really quick was Dracula. Um, it was a Netflix series. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I think, honestly, it, it's at its best for the first season. Um, there is a character in it, and she's a nun that's interviewing the main character on his trip to Dracula's castle. It seems very close to Bram Stoker's novel, and it's really cool to see it really kind of like, um, what's the thing? Because you, you see a lot of Dracula movies that are kind of like really over the top, like Dracula 2000, or fucking, I don't know, all these really over the top romanticized, crazy, huge budget like movies that really make Dracula into this huge gothic over the top figure. This... I don't know, plays it in a much more just like standard monster movie way. I kind of liked it in that regard. And this nun character that I brought up earlier, um, she is so much fun. Holy shit. I am purposely not saying anything more because I don't want to spoil anything in the plot. But I think it's worth your time. For the first season, it's a lot of fun. Nice. <clears throat> the character who plays Dracula is really good too. That's that's what I'll mention. I've been playing uh, a game I I was gifted by Bone King here. I, oh, Cro- uh, Chroma Squad. Yes, on indeedy. Steam. Uh huh. It's basically is make your own Super Sentai show. Nice. But it's like low budget, and the story is that your your characters are were stunt doubles for a Super Sentai. Uh huh. Or their their version of Super Sentai. 
Uh-huh. And they're because the director is an asshole, they decided to quit and make their own show. <laughs> so that's what the game is about. You making your own show. And each mission is an episode. And you, you could customize your characters. You mm. pick your actors. You could switch off actors. Uh-huh. Switch colors. And well, there's so like much. customization like crazy. Oh, it's so much fun. So when I was looking at this, Super Best Friends actually played it. And I already saw some gameplay. And I knew Vinny would love it. And I was like, fuck, you know what? It's on sale. I'm going to give it to him. It's, so I fucking gave it to him. So is um, it good? It's awesome. I'm on episode. I have three episodes out. I've garnered around, uh, uh I would say approximately maybe thirty thousand fans. Oh, is that I did, of- you bring up all these statistics and it's like, wait, what? It's it's you manage the show. Yeah, yeah. You manage it. So you 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 there's you have to you know earn money, earn fans, hmm. and uh, so you get guest appearances for all the shows. Apparently, so we got. So in the second episode, you get us or whichever episode it ever happens. Uh, I found out it's random, so okay. I guess I got out early enough. <laughs> uh, okay. You get a sixth ranger, and he's the silver one, and he has this really cool armor and stuff like that. It's start, and he has to be silver. I, I don't know, but he's from. <laughs> a, he, but he's from the show that our characters was, was originally from. So he's a guest character from the original show that the director was in the asshole of. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Reincorporation. Yeah. I'd like it if you had multiple save files and you can have references from your other save files coming in. That'd be interesting to see. But yeah, yeah you could customize your characters. Uh, what it is is that you get these a bunch of actors and you could change the characters' names mm-hmm. and the colors. So we got Bone King. He's my purple ranger. Hey. Um, I, uh, I, I'm the green ranger. Uh-huh. Uh, I also have a silver ranger, a black ranger, and a red ranger. Silver, purple, black, black, and what else? Red and red. Those are like probably the coolest colors. I feel right? like to use. Yes. It's I mean, easy. I like. I love the pink ranger. I love the yellow ranger. Don't get me wrong, but I'm all. I, I love darker tone colors. And like- <laughs> seeing a second silver ranger next to my silver ranger was so surreal. No oh, man, <laughs> I was like, oh man. It's his I evil wish twin. I would have known about this. <laughs> you wrote the fucking script, though. I know. And I still wish I knew. <laughs> uh, the, I think the most fun I want to mention the most uh-huh. was uh, my most recent episode where your character uh, had to leave, go out of town. Like mm-hmm. the, your act, the actor that played your character. Uh-huh. So uh, the char- so the so the rest of the characters played it off like the bad guys kidnapped you. Fuck yeah! So they had to- intrigue. So right. So the storyline is they have to defeat these monsters and then you just come back. <laughs> perfect. Whatever, man. I'm glad I can be used as the perfect plot device. Yeah. <laughs> you changed the story. The ultimate plot device. It's good. It's fun. I highly recommend it. Nice, nice. Um, in any case, uh, Vinny, what have you been uh, watching? Any movies, Broski? Well, uh, starting this morning was the premiere of the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars off of Disney+. Plus. Oh, no. The first episode called Bad Batch. Bad Batch. It was the name of the <clears throat> team called... Team Are you a Bad Batch? Clo- for Clone Squad 99, which is basically like failed, genetically mutated clones... I'm from Clone Squad 69, and I'm a bad badge. <laughs> um, by the looks of it, we are getting closer to Revenge of the Sith 
timeline wise. So okay. I Dave Filoni, director of the Clone Wars animated show, says we are going to see a new side to Order sixty six. So we're going to probably see some Jedi's going down or some Jedi's escaping. You know what? <clears throat> Would it be in the cards if the people who write and produce Clone Wars could just remake the prequels? I mean, that's what's kind of what the Clone Wars show kind of is. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it just there talked about actually, a specific segment. They did one feature film, actually, oh. that went to theaters mm-hmm. called uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. It's a cartoon oh, movie. great, great It's name. an animated movie that came out in theaters. Right. Does it cover, like... It covers between episodes, two, uh, movies, Attack of the Clones, uh, and, you know, Revenge Give of the me Sith. numbers here. Two or three. Okay, thank you. During The Clone Wars. Okay, so that's the most important bits. I mean, why would it cover Qui-Gon, Ginny? No, it's just it's the stuff that we would want to see more. Uh, that's what the show is, is Anakin's closer step to the dark side, the actual war, you know? I think it, it's I think it's really well suited for a TV show then. It's perfect. It's, yeah. Because that's the problem with the prequel movies. I feel like it's just it, trying to rush things, you mm-hmm. know? These trade disputes, they're so fast. The concept is good, but <laughs> the execution is not great. But that's what the great thing about the show. It kind of helped us out, you know? But was this a finale? No way. Was this, what did you say the, it was? The first episode of the last season. Oh, shit. So it's the uh, premiere of the season. Yeah, because it's going to come out weekly. So uh-huh. next week on Friday is going to be the next mm-hmm. show. And then after this, it's going to be like 10 episodes. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, and does it have promise so far? You like it? Uh, the bat Bad Batch is was a good story. It involved uh Rex, who was the head of uh the five hundred first Legion, which mm. if you if you know was the the stormtroopers under Darth Vader. So we're gonna see the formation of that kind. Of- How many like squads spawned off of Darth Vader? Uh. I mean, besides the uh clone commandos and the just regular troopers. And I mean, like, spiritual successors, like the Knights of Ren and shit. Knights of Ren aren't, like, spiritual successors. <clears throat> the Knights of Ren is actually just a group of marauders from the Unknown Regions. That Kylo picked out their Ky- outfits. Kylo was like, hey, <laughs> uh, I, well, I want to join you guys because you hey guys there. wear a lot of black. And I also like black. Hey there, man. And he, he, and in a- the comic book, he was wearing, like, a black variation of Han Solo's outfit. Vinny, I hear you're a marauder. And Could you wear this for me? So I'll pay you. the main guy, Ren, he worships his, this red lightsaber. He also named Ren. Oh my god! Conceited much? A little bit. In any case, he's handsome too. When he take off his helmet, he was really handsome. He talked like this as well. I have no idea. He's a comic book. I could teach you. <laughs> but I got to charge. But I got to charge. <laughs> my milkshake brings all the boys. That's why I've been watching Clone Wars. Definitely. Cool, cool. Um, any it. other? No other movies. That's, that's it. That's it. Okay. Well, I think we just roll on to our next topic. Oh God! There goes my phone. Hopefully, I didn't just throw it into my fucking. <laughs> I threw my phone into my computer that I just fixed. <laughs> In any case, uh, we're moving on to our next topic, which are the news. So we got a couple things to talk about on the news. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, because I'm the only asshole still playing this game, Dead by Daylight has a new killer. <laughs> Did you know about this? No. I, I, I saw, the, <laughs> I saw the teaser. There was a teaser, right? Yeah. Is it Darth Maul? Yeah, no, it is. And whenever you get chased, it goes, Hoda, 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 Honestly, Hoda, honestly, Hoda, Hoda. That, that would get me into Dead by Daylight. Oh. 
and dual face where he's playing as Darth Maul with a red lightsaber he's just recharging you and he has these attacks from uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 mm. so he's just throwing his lightsaber like a boomerang and it, he might as well just fucking be the Oni the Oni is like just this thing with glowing red weapon chasing you so it's like why not so, same thing <laughs> same and, difference and come doing, on probably doing a little bit more flips though anyway so aren't you curious no who's do, you don't want to know who the new killer is? is it it is the death slinger so honestly i'm not actually against do, this do you idea have, do you have an image of this uh, guy i could pull one up for you pull up. i want to see this guy uh so the death slinger is the next dead by daylight killer and pretty much what he is is like a cowboy uh wide west old western like that's shooter. interesting it's something not, different you know what not bad right i i kind of was like oh this is weird but now i'm kind of like i don't know i kind of dig it i dig i like the cowboy it's like a a zombie cowboy and his weapon is a harpoon gun this is a harpoon gun and the idea is is that you're a killer that has the ability to shoot the the survivor and then go get over here and start pulling him scorpion yeah it's it's but scorpion but as a killer um and i actually kind of like the concept i love grapple hooks and why not grapple onto a couple of survivors seems like a cool uh, idea interesting yeah right i like it i like him more than the oni because the oni just feels like a big demon monster the demigorgon is kind of like all right it's just kind of a a monster from a tv show well and i like professor right doctor the doctor he's pretty cool he's pretty cool but like the last cool one in my opinion was like Ghostface, if not Legion, even though they're kind of like the same in terms Char- of functionality, even though their special abilities are different. Yeah. I don't know. This one's unique. I like it. Also, this old western town is a map. That's awesome. And the map, it looks the most unique out of any of the new maps. That's good. I actually that, like that's it. That's one of my biggest gripes with the game is a lot of the worlds look... Some of the maps are literally the exact that same, same assets. It's pretty nuts. I'm just like, oh my god. I agree 100%. Um, my next bit of news is the Eli Roth Borderlands movie. Get the fuck out of here. Why Why are you hitting me? Why? Why? What's wrong with that? I don't know. Do you have a problem with that? Uh, he did uh, Book of Eli, didn't he? Eli Roth? <laughs> yeah. No, that's absolutely right. Is that right? Uh, what, why you don't know? I don't know. Who's Eli Roth? Uh, well, he did Hostel. That was one thing I know he did. Okay, I know that one. I'm trying to find out anything. Oh, wow, he did Inglorious Bastards. I thought that was Quentin Tarantino. Well, Quentin Tarantino probably executive produced it. Oh, I thought he directed that, but all right. Never mind. Uh, Death Wish, Cab... Oh, wow, Cabin Fever, Jesus Christ. No way. Hey, well, Death Proof. Wait, some of these can't be right. In any case, he probably did like other stuff besides. People apparently are very contentious about whether or not he could do a Borderlands movie, but eh, if he if he has uh, the scriptwriter be Anthony uh, Bosch, Anthony, yeah, God, I wish I could remember his name, but he's the guy from Hey Ash, What You Playing, yeah, and they they were amazing at writing the scripts for Borderlands. So if they could somehow get them back on board, Um, it'd probably be fantastic. Honestly, with a lot of video game movies, a lot of directors say they want to make and stuff like that because a lot of these people make these promises. Oh yeah, like oh my god, like the Akira movie. uh, It's now it's jumped to like its eighth director with uh, uh, what's his face, the guy who did uh, Thor Ragnarok. Watiti? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do the Akira movie. Watiti, my titties. Yeah, yeah. He said he's gonna do the Akira movie next, but yeah, like I said, it's always prom. But like I said, I don't. Who cares until we see it? No, yeah, and I'm. You're right. I'm forgetting the most golden rule of video game movies. It never happens. They never. Even if it does, 
<clears throat> even if the movie does happen, they will never tell the story of the game they are making. No. It will always be a different interpretation. It would always be a different story. It'd always be different characters because they're not interested in retelling a story, even though that's the reason why people are there in the first place. The closest thing I could honestly say is Detective Pikachu. I was just about to say that. With Pokemon Mystery I was Dungeon. just about to say the best one is Detective Pikachu because it's, it's not trying to be a story based on anything. It's its own thing already. Yeah, but it, it did... I feel like it did take some cues from Mystery Dungeon. Like Mystery Dungeon? Oh. No, I didn't know that. I, I feel like it did. I didn't play Mystery Dungeon, so I don't I know. I played the first one. That's it. I hear they're really good. Uh, They're hard. <laughs> Good, good. Pokemon needs to be fucking hard. I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't figure this out. This is the best RPG. <laughs> in any case, um, my last bit of news, we didn't even talk about Borderlands and all and all that, because I barely played Borderlands. I, did, I don't care of shit about My cousin is a huge fan, but anyway. I know people are. Um, the last bit, well, actually, I'm going to save this for last. You got any news for us? Um... Do you just not, you don't have anything? No. Okay, then I'll just go straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to tie in with our topic, but here we go. The, the Devil May Cry fucking is coming back for the Switch. Devil May Cry 3. Oh, DMC 3. Yes. Uh, so DMC 1 and 2 already came out for the Switch. Uh -huh. It's DMC's 3 turn, and they offer new modes, uh -huh. uh, Bloody Palace. But this time with the option, a lot of people are weirded out about is co-op. Uh -huh. And with the second character being Virgil. Yes. Which but, is so confusing. But so what you've explained to me before, because I didn't actually finish Devil May Cry 3, unfortunately. Okay. So you go through the game and you unlock Virgil, Virgil as a playable character. Yes. But, but it's like a separate campaign. Kind of, yeah. You go through the actual same tower as Dante goes through in his story, right? Right. The only difference is you get, you get different cutscenes, uh, cut and these cutscenes is... How we? How did Virgil end up there in the first place? Really? They show him? I thought it would just be like cut to black and he's in the next stage. No. Really? Yeah, there's, there's so many cutscenes. Cool. The MC3 is awesome. Okay. So this That's added my feature, favorite one. But see, but what this new port does is it makes Virgil co-op. So they're playing at the same time. Yeah, it's Dante it's and Virgil. But, yeah, but it's the storyline of Dante. Mm -hmm. So basically, you're just off to race to fight... Uh, your brother, who's just right behind you the entire goddamn time. Right, so it's a little bit... It doesn't really make sense lore-wise, because it's like, that's where you're rushing to, is to fight Virgil. So, with him being there, it's kind of like, wait, what? Yeah, also, another thing they're adding, too, is being able to switch a new a way to switch weapons out. Uh -huh. But this is a way that they just recently implemented with DMC4, uh -huh. and nobody uses it. <laughs> what nobody do you mean? used it. What do you mean? There's, a, like, a way to switch weapons, like, really fast. See, I was actually going to talk about that. They added, like, weapon swapping, like, hot swapping. Yeah. This is something Capcom did before, and I actually like it because they put it in Onimusha. That's fine. But nobody, nobody liked it. The way it was implemented in DMC4 was so terrible. It was garbage. <clears throat> Maybe in 4, but I, I still think this idea is really good. Because okay. being able to switch between different styles yeah. is really neat. And being able to like go this mode and then switch into a different this one. It's like Devil May Cry 5. I don't know. I just feel like it just kind of loses the strategy of a little bit of the, uh, the original DMC3. I didn't. Re I didn't realize there was supposed to be strategy. In I mean, there's certain. I mean, certain uh, monsters are are affected by certain weapons differently. Yes. Uh, 
Well, being able to hot swap, hop swap, hot, hop, blah, blah, hot, hot swap should be a good thing, right? Nah, I like the challenge. Well, in Devil Make or Devil Make, in in freaking Onimusha, there are doors locked off yeah. because the weapons are the keys. Oh my god, really? Yeah, the weapons are keys, and you can level up the weapons from up to level one through three, yeah. and those open different ranks of doors. So if I go to a level two blue door, let's say I have my fucking awesome ass red and Ryu fire sword, right? Yeah. And I go. Oh shit, okay, hold on. Press start. Switch to my electric blue sword. Bring it back out of start. Touch the door with my sword. Mm -hmm. Switch back. You see what I mean? This process? Being able to go whoop, hot swap, and then press the door is amazing. (laughs) So, Capcom, this is a fantastic thing. You know what would be weird? In Resident Evil, if they were just like, here you can hot swap between weapons in Resident Evil now. That'd be crazy. That'd be fucking nuts. Knife gun, just. Could you imagine going pistol and then switching to shotgun immediately? Yeah. Holy shit, I think I'd cry. It'd be action-y. It'd be, the game would be so much more action-y. Yeah, I think it would fit two really well, but I don't know about uh, one. Uh, Four, definitely. Four, definitely. Uh, four would be fantastic. Oh my god, four would be great. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah, no, but Capcom recently with these remasters and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. uh, they're finally coming out with Mega Man Zero slash ZX Anniversary Collection uh-huh. coming out uh, in a couple of days. That's going to be really exciting. Okay. And that offers a new mode called uh, Z. I I, I kind of like how we're back. You know what I mean? I'll let you hold on. I'll let I you finish. No, it. I just gotta figure out the yeah. No, the it, name but of I kind of like how we're back thing. to including bonus content with remasters. Z like, Chaser, where we both race for a better score. Fuck yeah! It's a race. That's all it is. I'm a Z Chaser. <laughs> In any case, um, no, I like this because like when Silent Hill 2 was ported to the Xbox, they added Born from a Wish, which was, which was an extra mode. So I really like this idea of like remasters when they're coming out now, they offer extra bonus content as opposed to just being a remaster in and of itself. You know, I think that's a cool thing. Um, in any case, uh, we're going to go ahead and cut to a break, but join us after the break for today's topic, which is essentially what would you, if you had the power... Just like Devil May Cry 3 with Capcom, what game would you pick to be remastered to include co-op? Okay, so... Save your answer for when we return after the break. (laughs) Bye! Bye! Hello everyone, this is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast, hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there or be square. Everyone sound okay? Good. Is the on-set director hearing us okay? <laughs> Look at Tim. I'm like, Tim, fucking relax. We're trying to fucking... T- Record- yes, it's cute, Tim. It's it's really cute, yes. Fine, go, go, just go. Tim, just leave, man. Dude, dude. We're trying to start. We're sh- All right, come <sighs> anyway, on. W- welcome back to the Fan Freaks podcast. Fucking Tim. Anyway, we hope you were already thinking about uh, today's topic, because it's a really interesting one with the news about Devil May Cry 3 having its re-release for the Switch with some extra bonus features thrown in. So with that release, it got us thinking, right? Yes, we got to think about what kind of games we would like to see remastered, but with the available option of co-op. Right, like what if another game in the in the very vast selections of games in the past was selected to be remastered with ad- remastered <laughs> remastered with added multiplayer? All right, so uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? 
Uh, you go first. All right. So thank you for conceding your turn. Sir. You're welcome. All righty. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to say two runners up and then we're going to say our big pick because we wanted to like talk about it because it really got me thinking like a lot of games could benefit from this edition. In oh, my definitely. Opinion. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and start out easy. Uh, my first one is Star Fox. That's my runner up. Okay. It's now my selection. I should probably just say that real quick <laughs> on top of that. So Star Fox, you see what I mean? Yeah. Where let's say we do Star Fox 64 and instead of just being Star Fox, you can play as other members of the Star Fox crew. Yeah, like Slippy and Falco and Peppy. And I don't know. You maybe could, even Wolf. Yeah, you could unlock Star Wolf maybe if you're super cool. Depending and like on Bone what the King. story might be about. Right. If exactly. you get an actual different story besides fighting Andros. Well, it doesn't even matter because in the fucking Devil May Cry 3 one, it's like, well, Virgil's at the end. So who cares? Yeah. No, I guess nobody does. I guess. Well, it's not that nobody cares. It's just that it's fine. Like for a co-op mode it's not a big deal yeah. if it's an extra bonus it's just silliness mode. right so i don't know i feel like uh, star fox would be a good pick um just because you could just have two people being on that track and helping two of them shoot i think it'd be really neat um my second runner-up is uh and this is a shame because this was going to be my initial pick but uh, i'm going to go with ocarina of time that's a good one. Uh, slash, I don't know. I slash still Majora's Mask. That. But the but when you t- when you said when you initially uh-huh. told me about this, uh huh, I was hesitant. Uh huh. What do you mean? I was like, I didn't like the idea of just two links. Well, this is kind of what I mean. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But I always hated the Four Swords. What stuff? Well, maybe because it was the the Game Boy Advance games, right? I just don't like the idea. I just I just don't like the aesthetic of the. I don't like the tune link aesthetic. I guess that's fair. Uh, it is it is different. It's a completely different art style. Yeah. So I mean, if you if you don't like it as much as the other one, that's completely fair. However, yeah, the idea of four different tunics of Link running uh-huh. around, and they all work together to solve puzzles, I think that's still sort of an idea we should hold on to. And if you could just go through Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, either one really, one being a little bit more guided and streamlined than the other, but really both give opportunities for the other players to run around. Really Majora's Mask more than the other one, if you can go between areas and shit. But ultimately, you'd still kind of be doing the same things. So I don't know, maybe Majora's That's Mask would be better, would, because you could like see people at certain times. Yeah. It's an idea. So, my number one pick... <laughs> right i like how i'm trying to stay away from countdowns and here i am doing another countdown but either way those are runners up neither one is better than the other in the first place this is not a ranking system all right tell me my main pick is uh pokemon yeah <laughs> yeah i'm going there yeah i'm going there now so really if i had the choice of picking any game to be remastered with multiplayer it would definitely be pokemon because it's like if you could go and play fire red right and it's you and a co-op partner using your own teams. Because I, I really, I like the idea of them adding multiplayer and things like Let's Go Pikachu and fucking the one that came out before that that lets you do multiplayer that I'm not recalling for some reason. Um, but in any case, like, I don't know if X and Y did it. I don't think so. I don't remember. But anyway, those games really just had you, the second person, just kind of helping to throw Pokeballs. Yeah. That was really all they did. And maybe they controlled the second Pokemon when it was out, but it wasn't their own team. They weren't their own trainer. And I've been playing Teppin a lot, right? And it's not that I hate Teppin, but Pokemon could use a lot of these notes that these guys are taking in terms of the multiplayer stuff. Seeing other trainers run around with their Temtems and stuff is fantastic. 
Oh, that's it awesome. is such a cool feeling to be like, oh crap, I want to see that Temtem later. Yeah. And then you can challenge them on the spot. You could trade with them on the spot. Like that seems like a cool addition to something that we already have, like Fire Red or Leaf Green. And you don't have to be accused of repeating the same thing because it's a remaster, but just with added multiplayer. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the, the foundation is there and you can definitely do something. That's interesting. I kind of like that. All right. I, I, I just think it'd be a little addition that I feel like would just make so much money. Just so much. I don't know. Anyway, Vinny, what game, if you had the choice, to remaster and add multiplayer to it? It's interesting that you're talking about that because it just had me thinking. Uh-huh. And one of my run-ups is probably going to be Digimon World. Okay, nice. So nice. it's the same concept of uh, you and your co-op friend. Uh-huh. A customizable character because everybody's a teenager from Japan. No, of course, that is the law. Obviously. Yeah. And we get to go through each whatever Digimon t- you know, tree we, we want to go through. Like right. You could go through either the ghosts or you could go through like the angels or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Digimon trees are a little bit unique. But yes, I agree. But I was <laughs> just talking about like maybe something in that mechanic, but in the Digimon world, we're both going to the digital world and we uh-huh. could go between the real world and the digital world. And maybe we could solve a mystery using both worlds at the same time oh okay well like actually use it in some sort of like plot way yeah but remember these are this is a remaster so you can't change the story digimon world it does uh, there's a plot it has a plot for both real world and digimon story no, i know but you can't actively change well because it's like a bonus mode you're supposed to be yeah. throwing in you know what i mean it so, could be like separate dungeons okay that i can see where it's yeah. like a digital jack in jack out jack yeah. off area Pretty much. Pretty much. What's yeah. it, do you have any other runners-ups? Uh, I My second runner-up is uh, Earthbound. Whoa, that's your runner-up? Holy shit. That's okay. a runner-up, yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea of uh, RPG where you could customize your own way of playing Jeff or Paula or uh-huh. Poe and to see what you could do with that character. And honestly, I think going through an adventure like Mother or Earthbound mm-hmm. and and having the opportunity to put uh, switch characters around, kind of like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Where you have four characters and you pick out which one you want to play as. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could do, and like and like with the idea with Ocarina of Time uh-huh. with co-op, you can solve puzzles with four characters. But the thing is that I have to say about Earthbound though is it, it's like an RPG. Don't you play as all of them at the same time anyway? No, there are times when the characters are separated. Well. Okay, I what I meant like with sword oh, with sword and shield, with Ocarina of Time is like the puzzles are very are like physics based. Mm-hmm. Does Earthbound have puzzles like that? Few, but if they work around with those and could do some, something else, would make like a whole remake of Earthbound revolve around that. No, right? Because like I was gonna pick Resident Evil, but half of that shit is centered around single player, and if you add a second player, it'd probably fuck up everything. So, like, stuff like that, like, especially with an RPG, like, imagine if you did Final Fantasy VII with a co-op partner. It would, it it's kind of, like, awkward, no? I guess these are, those type of remasters would be more in the vein of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Right, right. Where it would be, it would be the same story, but just told in a different way with, with a different game mechanics. Right, right. Okay, and what's your number one? What's, uh, what is my your number pick? one is Mega Man. Mega Man. As, the, I'm surprised this hasn't been done before. Uh, there was a, I, it almost happened with X over, which was a mobile game for Japan only. 
Uh-huh. And where there was a concept where it's just a bunch of different Mega Mans or, you know, Mega Man supporting characters from all the different games and universes uh-huh. uh, team up to solve a mystery of why the, all, why all the universes are connected. But but all of these are changing so much more, though. Yeah. Like, you're talking about changing parts of the story, changing parts of the the gameplay. Well, that I'm talking about like I'm a game centered around doing that, like a remake of that game. If uh-huh. they remake that, but for consoles and not a mobile game, it would work really well. You could able to swap out, you know, characters of different Mega Man supporting characters. Like you could play as Proto Man Zero role. But are they all out the same? Because the whole idea of this was like you still have the main game, and what this bonus mode is is just a remaster of plugging in a character. Like, into the story mode and then taking them out. Not really changing... Like, because even in Ocarina of Time, where, yeah, there are puzzles, they all have to kind of funnel into the same exact path anyway. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you can't really deviate from a path in Ocarina yeah. of Time. It's very handholdy. You just go in one direction for the most part. Well, I was just so, talking about, like, they... You know, Capcom already did something similar with that kind of concept. Because mm-hmm. what the, what the what each mission was, was one of the actual games, but we made for... Mobile, but, but they never did like a, a slide, not a slide no. show, a side screen, or you know what I mean. But what they should Sides do forward. is is make like a Proto Man, like a Mega Man and Proto Man game, or a Mega Man and Friends game, mm-hmm. where they go through Mega Man one, two, and three, but with Proto Man as the second drop in character. Why so, not even? Why limit it even there? Why not throw in fucking wasn't base in base Mega Man? Was, so? not, not in Mega Man's one, two, and three, but if they add in eight. Yeah. Seven and eight, then yeah, they could add uh, base. Oh, those. if we're staying to characters that are still it, in those the that game. premiered in those games, right? Okay, that been around, right? And that that I could see that I makes would love sense. that because I'd love to for for it to be two people shooting projectiles at a boss. It makes it a little bit. And you honestly, know, the dungeons will be more complex too. Because mm. oh god, could you imagine? They're already hard, Matt. Zero is so hard. Well, for this specific example, we can't. We're not talking about changing any of the level design. No. it's just literally plugging them in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know how frantic it's gonna be when you're doing like a trap during like Mega Man Two. Like I was, cause, and then you and your friend are both stuck. It's gonna suck. Because this kind of gameplay, while it's not as technical and it's more just like holding right, is similar in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And Sonic the Hedgehog actually had a multiplayer co-op mode. Yeah, where you could play as Tails while you were Sonic mm-hmm. um, or someone could play sale while you were Sonic. And the problem with that mode was, is you were essentially just kind of like right on top of Sonic because the <laughs> most optimum route was whatever Sonic was doing. Yeah. So in that scenario, it was kind of like a, okay, cool. Could you copy your friend? But if you couldn't, the game wasn't going to stop for you. It yeah. wasn't going to split the camera. So Tails just dies. <laughs> so Tails just dies. And then he respawns. He starts fucking all helicoptering he in and he returns. So, I would. I, I'm scared because Mega Man is not as fast, so maybe if like the co-op partner dies, it won't be as awkward. Yeah. But but still, like that's why I didn't pick a platformer because I was gonna pick Sonic. Yeah. Sonic had done it before, and I realized why it sucked in Sonic. So maybe because it's slower, it might work in Mega maybe. Man. Um, you know, those are some really solid picks, my dude. Definitely. All right, so we actually finished way earlier. Do you want to go ahead and talk about why some of the other picks just didn't work out? Um. 
it, it, RPGs are a lot harder to deal with when it comes to adding co-op. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the biggest struggle. Because I would say like a Star Wars game, but like I said, RPGs are hard too. Well, because that the thing, and I didn't want to, because I felt like I, I was shit talking every single one of your choices, and I was like, shit, no, I don't want to do that. But it's because with RPGs in particular, it's like imagine if you did Legend of Dragoon or Final Fantasy VII. It's a set story, and while Devil May Cry Three is a set story, they funnel you from like area to area. It's not really like an open area. Well, to I just explore. think with Earthbound story, the way the world is given to you, mm-hmm. you could do like a limited version of like an MMO. Well, you could always do something like where, if it's a turn-based you, thing and where, you switch. Because Jeff, uh, when you first meet Jeff, he's in winter, right? Uh-huh. And his story starts out at the same time Ness's story where the meteor lands, right? So both characters... So as, oh my god, you're talking about like a Resident Evil 6 fucking campaign? Where they both meet up eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, where basically like one person's playing through this segment of the game, so it connects to another person who's yeah. playing through that segment of the game. Well, guess what? They did it in 6, and it as, almost never connects, because no one's ever doing the same fucking spots. So I'm, I I appreciate the Valiant effort, but it never fucking works. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, but like I said, RPG, which is mainly what I play is RPGs. And it was, and, and I picked, uh, you know, survival po- horror would be hard too. With, with po- go ahead. Survival horror would be hard too. Oh, definitely. That's why I didn't pick Resident Evil. Because- Dead Space would be awful because we got Dead Space Three. Well, you say that, but Dead Space Three cut out parts of the game. Like, well, you could EA's be doing fault. the single player mode, and it would remind you that there is another part yeah. of the game that you're missing, and it's like, what uh, the, the game fuck? is pushing for the uh, the multiplayer, right? Right. Which was not that great. My big issue with Resident Evil, though, is it's like it, that game is so balanced for one person in the hallways that if you had a second person, it would probably be just impossibly easy. We did okay with Resident Evil Five. Impossibly easy, extremely easy. What was that? We did it okay with Resident Evil Five. Resident Evil Five is co-op though; it's designed yeah. around co-op. Re- the original Resident Evils aren't really. The whole yeah. thing about you know, if you tried to make it like Outbreak, the enemies would have to be way harder, and the map would have to have way harder puzzles. And with the puzzles that it has now, it's just a lot of backtracking. What about RE Four? Would RE Four be okay with co-op? I don't know. It'd be fun. I think it'd be really fun. Like uh, maybe Leon and an FBI partner. Yeah. Or Ashley just picks up a gun and says, fuck it. <laughs> and actually tries. And, actu- <laughs> and actually, actually tries. tries. Oh, my God. Oh, I was just thinking that. <laughs> in any case, that's why I didn't pick that one. Because it was yeah. just kind of like... So even survival horrors in general, they're so designed for one person to be going through it. It just... It would fuck up the tension. I hate Fallout 76, so I would never say Fallout. Yeah, you'd imagine Bethesda games, though, yeah. might have a good shot. Like Elder Scrolls, like I would, I would, some people modded Skyrim to be multiplayer, and that would be an amazing game mode to Fallout add. Fallout 3 would be awesome, too. Right, those I think would be fantastic. Even Fallout 4, if that would work, but 76 is a whole other animal. Oh my god. That's not an expanded multiplayer mode. That's, That's like an attempt to garbage. If they would have just literally done what we're talking about, it would have 
like pan would, out would, way would, better I would be for playing them. it right now. I'll be like, uh, if it was just like, uh, if it was exactly like Fallout Three and New Vegas, but it had multiplayer, people would still be playing it to this fucking day. And uh, yeah, are you kidding me? I'll be, I would have like ten characters. It'd be the only MMO I'll be. Re- D- didn't Todd Howard say he was like my biggest gripe with like Skyrim is that that game came out before we could really you know get a touch with the audience, and what that means is like there was no microtransactions or anything yeah, to really yeah. talk to really make them spend money on. Touch Touch the audience. Touch the audience. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Uh, it's like, so so if you, if you go back and add an extra multiplayer mode into Fallout 3 or New Vegas, you could fucking add your microtransactions there. I eat, would eat your fucking love cake. a multiplayer New Vegas. Are you kidding me? My character would be awesome with meeting other people. And that one you can actually do a sort of like everyone wandering around and maybe it's just like certain rooms or lobbies. Yeah. And people can run into each other in certain lobbies and then if you decide to co-op then you go into or the same just, rooms or something. Or just you can only meet people when they're out in the wild, not in a certain town. I don't know how you'd want to to do it. Maybe you can have like a constant co-op partner. Maybe that's something you could still keep because you could do that in like Elder Scrolls. Yeah, the, the game Kikanian I feel system. like is rendered in a way where it's like everything is it, – it's not like a survival Let's be horror. Weird, though. Can we just play a Super Mutant now? I want to play as a Super Mutant right now. I'm surprised that has never been an option to turn into a Super There's Mutant. There's a mod that you can make you to a Super Mutant. I'm just – but uh, really – why can't I just start guzzling a shit ton of like radiated Radiations. water and just oh. fucking here we go? Like, I accept my fate. Urgh. I think that'd be great. I had a concept of a Bruce Banner character for a Fallout Four, but uh, I had to use mods to become a super mutant. Mm. Well, uh, that'd be fun. It was and, and be like the Hulk. That sounds incredible. It was. That, it was. Okay. I like that idea, actually. If I ever go back and mod Fallout, I might want to come up with, like, a beast mode kind of thing. I'll, I'll show you how I did it. That's pretty cool. I had a couple runner-ups from uh, our topic of... Um, yeah, go uh, shoot, I, shoot. You know what would be another good game? What? Castlevania. You just reminded me of one of my other runner-ups. Well, hold on. Because Harmony of Dissonance was Castlevania co-op. Yeah. They did that, but it was, like, an RNG thing. I don't know why if they couldn't just make a game where it was a co-op version of the things they'd oh, been yeah, doing. Oh yeah, like Castlevania classic or like uh, Symphony of the Night. You know what? I it, it was because it was a it was an online only game, and yeah. the idea was is like it needs to be randomly generated so we have infinite maps for people to yeah. do. But people would run through. If you said, "Okay, run through the map from Symphony of the Night, then Portrait of Ruin, and then fucking Order of Ecclesia or whatever yeah. the fuck," people would do it. Like, who fucking can't? I don't know. Outbreak is fun regardless. What was the runner-up you were saying? Metroid. Metroid. Yeah. I was just thinking about Metroid. I, just like Castlevania. Metroid would be perfect for, like, a co-op. Like, a second bounty hunter. That kind of map exploration with two people sounds incredible. Especially if they have communication. Like... Oh, it just... Oh, it just... It'll be a whole bunch of fun. Especially with weapon customizations. However, I see the... the bosses do- would take a different strategy, too. It would have to be a bonus mode. Yeah. Because... If you do it in the single mode, there's a lot of instances where the player, probably one player, won't see half of the castle because the other ca- the other person will only see their half of the castle, I know. and that fucks up half of your level design. Like you need it as an extra mode so that when someone someone picks up a, a like bonus a or an upgrade or something, not even a second castle, just oh well, yeah, you could call it se- fucking whatever. Call, call it, it second castle. Call it second castle. Second run scenario. Yeah. Uh, but no, but just whenever you pick up a bonus upgrade, the other person upgrades too, so you can keep opening doors and shit. You could probably break it super hard though. Oh yeah. But fuck it, it'd be fun. Why not? Why not? 
Uh, but um, the Castlevania Metroidvania style games. Yeah. Why not just put fucking Samus in Castlevania? Why not? Let's do, do it, it right now. Crossover. Do it, cowards. They fought. Simon and Samus has fought. Super Smash Brothers. What if Dracula's castle was like... Because it's supposed to be like a nebulous castle from hell. It can bring up anything, right? Yeah. What if it fucking goes to space? What do, uh, what do I you mean, we do, do have Rick a hell planet. <laughs> we do have a hell planet already. All right. That's that's where his castle was made. Honestly, that's probably where his castle was originally from. That, that makes planet. sense to me. Space aliens. <laughs> you know what also... Vampires be- are space aliens. Va- why not both? Right. Vampires, space-, space aliens. We're going to a planet where everybody's Dracula. <laughs> and that explains everything. Everybody's Dracula. Even- See, wait, I have this. See, you know how Draculas are related to dragons? Yeah. In in some lores and some of them or whatever. Um Kraid is yeah. sort of a reptile. What if Dracula is the is the son of Kraid? Can I explain to you how <laughs> excited I am about that idea? <laughs> It sucks so much, though. <laughs> it sucks so much, but guess what? Who loves it? Nintendo would. <laughs> Nintendo is like, let's put Star Fox on Dinosaur Planet. And you, know who's yeah. a, you know who's the dumbass who eat that shit up? This guy. Yeah, this guy <laughs> right here. This guy right here. I like that. I we'll like be like, that. oh, I'm on board. Does it make any sense? No, but guess what? If you pre-order now, special character. Guess who? Kirby. <laughs> This is goes back to four different things I've said in like 60 different podcasts, okay? That makes no sense. But I've said this a million times, which was for Nintendo games, put all your all-stars in your fucking sports and carts and parties. Do it. You will make so much money. Oh, you're kidding me. Maybe that cheapens their brand, though. Maybe that's the big thing. But it's like, fuck it. Do, do a Super Smash Party or some shit. Super Party Brothers. Super Party Adventure. Super Party Kart. Super Smash Adventure. Oh, no, wait. Super... Super Kart Brothers. Super Smash RPG. (laughs) See, these are all fun concepts. But let's go back to the topic. You know what else would be a good addition, bonus mode, multiplayer-wise? I feel like Mario 64... Mario 64 would be good. Like Luigi. They kind of did it in the DS game. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. But I don't know if it was really co-op. There were certain maps that were. I never really were. played it. I did. It was fantastic. Was it? Yeah, I just didn't have anyone to play with because, you know. But. <laughs> I heard Wario was unlockable too. Uh, Wario, uh, Yoshi, Luigi, and Mario. That's awesome. They're all playable and they're fantastic. That's awesome. They there's add so many different ways to get the stars. Really? That was a great port. Let me say, I'm just a really big fan of this current trend of adding content to re-releases. And Capcom seems to be the forerunner, so good on them. Yeah. Because it reminds me of those things back in the day that Nintendo used to do, that Konami used to do, and shit like that. Like... Silent Hill 2, when it was... I, I said this earlier about Silent Hill 2. They're not going to add a multiplayer mode to no. that. There's no... You can have Maria as, like, a co-op person oh running God. around. That'd be fucking stupid because it's, <laughs> like... It ruins the entire tone of everything. The whole point. It, and it makes it... God, could you imagine a Silent Hill game with another person running around? That ruins Every. the atmosphere of everything. Just triggering scares before you even get to them. Like, <laughs> fuck off. I'd be so mad. Anyway, but no. See, that's why that didn't work. So that's why they added an extra campaign. Yeah. Like an extra mini story. So I think it depends on the genre. But yeah. you could really go back and add a multiplayer game to a ton of things. 
Definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Um. Uh, no more heroes could do it. If mm-hmm. uh, because uh, uh, in the recent one for the Switch, Travis Strikes Again, mm-hmm. the actually it has a second, it has a co-op mode mm-hmm. where you could play as Batman. Batman. Yes. That's so awesome. maybe uh, if they choose to do remaster No More Heroes one and two, which it seems does seem likely, mm-hmm. um, with the release of No More Heroes three, they could probably add a second character to No More Heroes one and two. Hmm. Uh, either Shinobu or Shibuya, Bad Girl. Shibuya Terminal. Sh- Shinobu. She's a ninja. Shino- Shinobi or Shinobu. Shinobu. Are you sure? Shinobi, actually. (laughs) It's either or. I lose track every single time, but she's awesome. Oh, my God. But she's also playable in uh, Travis Strikes Again. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad that they so, have extra, I love extra definitely... characters. That's what I that's always been a highlight. Even if it's really a reskin, having a bonus character makes like a huge amount of difference to me. Oh, uh, speaking of that, I'm wearing the t-shirt from No More Heroes. Awesome. This uh you can wear this t-shirt. <laughs> Travis can wear this t-shirt in the game. Uh-huh. So that's he, cool. he can wear oh Travis. Okay, I was gonna say Hyperlight. No, Travis uh, has this shirt. Could... Dude, wait, what's his character name? The Drifter? The Drifter, yeah. Oh my god, I was right. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and uh but the majora's mask t-shirt from the game that the one, one i've seen and i really like that I, one I, I switch over between this one and that one a lot Mm-mm. you know what wouldn't work though what? as as a as a co-op mode now that i'm thinking about it metal gear solid because yeah, it's like i'm trying to think sneaking around with another person that's kind of annoying the love box everyone get in the box <laughs> for snake adventure um but yeah no i'm just thinking of like different areas because we we burned through it really fast like our our main picks and maybe i should elaborate more on uh, some of it. um dark souls would be interesting dark souls would be interesting but dark souls is yeah see that's not that's not the right list that's a list of something else but i'm just saying Th- this is my list actually Gold. alan wake that that wasn't this is different. No, but imagine that if it added like a second where you play as Barry. Oh my god. Or uh as uh what Alice. It, I feel like again it would destroy the atmosphere. Yeah. It works for Devil May Cry because it's an action game. Even though it spits in the face of the story, really. Oh, it does. It, so it, hard. it, it still works because the tone is still upbeat uh, upbeat and fast. And you know stuff. who does multiplayer really well? Kirby games. Yeah, yeah. Like the red, blue, because those are all technically Kirby. Yeah, they're just different shades of Kirby, and yeah. you can play as all. Those are great. Oh, my yeah. God. Nightmare in Dreamland is so much fun. It's Oh, that's such a good game. Holy shit. Yeah, even the original. I love playing the original Kirby's Dreamland. I love, I love Dreamland. Kirby games. I, there's a playthrough of it on the Bone King TV YouTube channel. <laughs> it's funny, because I would suggest something like Luigi's Mansion, but they already did it. I would suggest Pikmin, but they already did it. I we didn't mention this in the news. Uh, did oh. you ever talk about uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two coming back to Evo? Ex- oh, to Evo? Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it in the last show. Oh, that, I think that's pretty cool. Because I think uh, what's it called? AJ something. Someone got no. That. Something got snuffed. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. No. Good. Something got kicked out, and people really like oh Peter. Oh, Mortal Kombat. World Combat 11 got kicked out, so they put Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I I don't give a fuck. Ah, It has good gameplay, but that roster, man. I'm not a big fan of that roster, but that's just me personally. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know, man. Um, I'm thinking, like, honestly, just to end it out, 
survival horrors don't work for multiplayer modes. In any case, just to recap, <laughs> my pick was definitely just Pokemon because you can add a lot of different things in the background. And you wouldn't even have to add a lot. Just have a second co-op partner with you with their own team. I uh, Mega Man definitely. Shit, I don't know if that counts then. Mega Man would definitely work because I could have like a Proto Man jump in. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, anytime. I like that. Do support. Yeah. Or is roll around by that point? Yeah, rolls around. She rolls around. <laughs> she she has a broom attack. Of course she does. Yeah, from Mar- from the original Marvel vs. versus Capcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Servbot and fucking Roll were amazing in that game. They were part of my team all the time I back love then. Roll. They're so cheap. They're so great. They're great. But no, you know what? Now that I think about it, Pokemon wouldn't work for my example for this topic because. And this is already the last minute of the show because you can already fucking imagine. But Pokemon doesn't work because it wouldn't be just an extra bonus mode of a co-op partner. That'd be an extra mode of someone like a multiplayer mode. Like they'd have their own team and their own game pack and Mm -hmm. all that shit. So that's different. So I guess I'd have to either default back to Star Fox or Majora's Mask. I think your example of Star Fox is better. I think Star Fox is probably the best example. The best one, personally. It's the easiest to put in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm switching over to Star Fox. I get it for Link with the Four Swords example and stuff like that. that Yes, they could do it. Uh Uh-huh. But... I'm, I personally have never sold on the Four Swords things. The Four Swords is a cool concept, dude. I'm telling you. It's just I, that it was never used into good execution. And you see mods online of people doing like... There are mods of Ocarina of Time Four Swords. Oh, definitely. And it's cool, but it's, oh, it's looks great. fucking broken right now. It's but hilarious. It's cool. But right, because it's like... You see four links running around. They're picking up cuckoos. They're fucking fighting enemies. They're talking to people. It's cool. I like that. Yeah. It's like running into a theme park a fucking an RPG so, theme park imagine near uh, uh near with i thought about that with uh with the a concept of four swords but with two oh what the fuck no that'd be insane <laughs> multi-color two b's that's insane so much flipping around and particle <laughs> effects i don't even think i can handle it um but no seizures like, across the board maybe not with ocarina because ocarina i feel like if you had four for links it would just be just immediate <laughs> ganking on enemies just nonsense you already mashed the attack button they're all gonna just fucking die just and they're dead so i mean maybe that wouldn't even be a good choice either so and, and majora's mask my example is because you can have four links running around yeah. the entirety of clock town it's a big area oh uh, clock town is a beautiful area with four ki- with four kids right but if it's a multiplayer mode or an extra bonus content mode like this where we're not changing like it up game? like that it doesn't work. It's too big of a change. Yeah. So you know what? Star Fox was the best option. Definitely is. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I'm switching my answer to Star Fox. Good. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Fan Freaks podcast. This has been Bone King and... Uh, Leisurely Vinny. You can find me on Twitter at Leisurely Vinny. And you can find me on Twitter at Bone King TV. We hope you like this podcast and we're thinking about what games you would like to revitalize with multiplayer. It's honestly a very interesting concept. And if it was picked up and put in more games, like imagine as games get remastered, extra game modes get added like it's this. It's a great... I, I think it adds more replayability to these games. It, it could only like sell more, in my opinion, and you're oh, only definitely. just rearranging things. And Capcom is on a roll with that with their Mega Man Anniversary Collections and the, the Devil May Cry re-releases. Yeah, but you know what? And honestly, even Resident Evil remasters. But you know what? What? Still no outbreak. 
Still no Dino Crisis. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I feel like by the time... Well, I don't know. By the time the next podcast, that's a little bit too early. I say by the time I pro- I think by the time RE three, you know, comes out, mm-hmm. we, we'll, there it's more likely for that. I give it the, like two or three months of RE three out, then we'll start hearing about either Dino Crisis or a fucking remaster of Outbreak. Yeah, and that'd be fantastic. It's the only the only way to go. Do it, Capcom. <laughs>